All right. Oh, yeah. So basically, we have uh, set up so we can have four in-person mics. And I don't know how this is going to come through, but okay. So here's oh, my setup. Yeah. So I have a laptop, which I'm actually Skype calling you off of. And then mm-hmm. the laptop routes from a USB. Basically, it, it makes a mic and, a, and an audio port through USB, which goes into the mixer, which is routing all of our mics, as well as the computer from the laptop, which is going to this interface. And the interface is routing all of our mics and the op- laptop audio to my desktop over there, which is okay, routing yep. it into OBS so that we can have the recording. <laughs> And then I also have this mixer, or this, uh, it's a drum pad, but I turned it into a switcher so I can switch scenes and I can play sound bites. <laughs> so it's it's way too complex for what it needs to be. Because, yeah, then no, I have... No, it, yeah, it's, uh, it's perfect, though. And then I have another monitor. So I have three monitors going because I'm calling you off of this, but for all of us mm-hmm. to see you, you're on the monitor, which then I put the webcam up there. okay it's fucking insane and then yeah this basically runs to a capture card yeah welcome to you are the host the podcast where you are the host and by you i mean once again angelo welcome back hi how's it going hey good to see you Good to see you guys. All right, that was a good podcast. Yeah, that was excellent. <laughs> no, I was just—I uh, was just actually admiring your uh, paintings uh, behind you. Actually, those are uh, pretty cool—the uh, trees and the the, the red there. <laughs> pretty dope, huh? How about this one? Yeah, that's that's my favorite. That's my least oh, favorite. No. <laughs> Hell, Satan. There you go. You got the old Satan. You don't like this one, Emily? That—that's my least favorite painting that you have. This is my friend made this for me. Hell, Satan. Actually, no. My least favorite is that. <clears throat> That self-portrait of some girl you used to know? Some girl I used to know? No, it's a girl I still know. <laughs> oh, well, that's the one oh, I like no. the least because it's weird that you have it. <laughs> Don't get into a relationship because you're not allowed to have friends anymore. No, absolutely allowed to have friends. I encourage you, go have a life that doesn't involve <laughs> me. But why have a painting of someone that you used to be like <laughs> close with and just like keep it up like to look at all the time? That's weird. I can't. Right? Have, I can't have a friend. Can I ask who this is? Is it who I think it is? No. Who do you think it is? Oh, I thought I started with a J. Is it not? No. I no, don't it's know. not. It's oh, not. His okay. It's not my ex-wife. Okay. No, <laughs> so no. It's not a person I've ever okay. been. It's not a person right. I've ever been romantically involved with ever. Oh, okay. Not once. Okay. I got you. Not on the record. Uh, at least. It's like the friends who have have paintings and pictures of each other uh, uh, above each other's toilets. You know. Like, <laughs> or, or maybe right. that's just a, a this picture right here. Our old buddies used to do. <laughs> It's idea. a self. It's a self portrait. She's an artist, and it's a self portrait. And she got beat up by her boyfriend, and then drew she, this picture. Oh, there you go. That's a nice photo. Yeah, yeah that's. Yeah, they all got stories. I feel like I feel like it's a story. It's like a, a a little bit too sentimental thing for a friend to have. But yeah, it's very sentimental. She drew that and then printed them and sold them in mass. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, that's not that's not an original yeah, copy. Stuff. You know what she should have done? No, that's oh. a printed version. I, I have a I have a friend out here that does, that does a uh, artsy stuff like that too. Um, uh, 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 she does a uh, um, skiing tours, but then uh, recently makes a bunch of jewelry and stuff for Etsy and things and stuff like that. You know, like just uh, you know, it's different stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what your friend should have done made an NFT off of it. 
Oh, everyone yeah. still could. Like, yeah. There you go. Gradually paid like a dollar for the own part of it or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, well, you should have well, done. Well, now yeah. you can pay a hundred dollars for the whole collectible. And, <laughs> you know that. You know that candle from he who must not that I have <laughs> that that came out of a box that she was selling for Halloween because she's an artist and she sells the most random shit and she has like a whole Etsy store. Oh, oh that's cool. But I was her friend, so she gave me a copy of that for free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause see what's gonna happen is then like like uh, you gotta support all your friend artists like that and get little bits you know like because uh, all uh, all your friends who you know you guys doing podcasts are also artists like it, it it's all art form and uh, by supporting all of your friends in that ten twenty years from now that might be worth one. yeah because if, if she oh yeah it's it true if you uh, hang on to it long enough listen, that's gonna accumulate some value I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast she isn't gonna make it big. I'm, and I think she's, listen, listen. I think hold on Don't now. I think she's a great. I think she's a great. I think she's a great artist personally. But her art is so weird and abstract. That's I the best. That's the best kind of art. I dude. really don't think it's gonna get big though. It's it's so dark and creepy and like. That's the best kind of art. What do you mean? Have you seen um, those artists? They just take paint cans and they just throw paint on it, and sell for millions of dollars. That's different. That's different. That's though. abstract. What I'm saying is she's like. She like orders creepy things online and turns into art. Like That's the other cool. day, how the other day she ordered. She, how many people do you know do that? Uh, not that many. Okay, and there we but go. But the other day she ordered like a bunch of like large spiders that are all like they're they're dead, but then they're like encased in like not not acrylic because like my earring is like that. But like they're like embalmed. Like, what would it be embalmed? Like, like embalmed. Yeah, embalmed. but like their bodies are are preserved. So and like, then ta- she, like like yeah. taxidermy, basically. Yeah, but whatever. for spiders, it's and for then spiders. she uses that for art. That's cool. See, that's huh. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, you know an awful lot about what this friend is doing. That's because she's my friend. <laughs> what have I been doing? Taking care of our baby. Yeah. You I see how in detail you went about your that. friend's art. And then what I'm You're doing, changing like, your baby's diapers. Oh, yeah. Just keeping a human alive, whatever, no big deal. So in other words, don't get into a relationship because you're not <laughs> our friends. <laughs> hey, you're the one that yeah. asked to be roast for your birthday, so I'm hey, just getting a head start. Ask me what she's doing right now because I have no idea. I this stuff that I know is just when I bought her art. That's when I knew about her art. Okay, so you're the type of person that says the other day, and it could mean like six years ago. Yeah. Did you yeah. Say, did you say the other day? Yeah, that's I didn't. Guy, right? No, I didn't. Right. Right. Gonna gas the other day, is like two days ago, or like six <laughs> years, ten years. Or exactly. Like, like, no, oh, but, like, back once in you the day. Certain age, it's, it's all the same anymore. Yeah, like, right. The other day, you're just like hanging out. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake, for backing me up. I know. I was listening. I'm like, did Taylor say the other day? Yeah, no, he did say the other I day. I didn't hear that. Angelo, back me up here. I don't know if you said that or not. Yeah, he said the other day. We'll go back to the recording. We'll go back yeah, to recording. It's, it's recorded, have you heard the <laughs> Have you heard the Dan Cook joke where he says, uh, "Back in the day, back in the day was on a Wednesday, of course." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, back uh, in the day, most it's like that old uh, Mitch Hedberg joke when he's like, "He's like, hey, this is a photo of me when I was younger." It's like every photo of you is younger. Like if it's not, where the hell did you get that camera? <laughs> anyway, that was a weird note to get, start this podcast Get a podcast camera on. for the future. <laughs> yeah, but uh, right. more importantly, I want to know um, your cooking, uh, uh, what do you call it, journey. Have you uh, battled Gordon Ramsay yet? Because that's still, <laughs> we still need uh, to do that. Uh, uh, I'm trying. I, fi- I figured you have to get relevant that way. Okay, so, well, here's um, what we're going to do. Um, we're going to have our people call your people, oh. and then we're going to get Gordon yeah. Ramsay, and then we're going to do a cook-off. Yeah, totally okay. down. And so I've been practicing with that because uh, uh, a buddy of mine at work, 
Um, if you remember when I, when I've been making that, uh, trail food and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I remember and, that. uh, so I started upping my levels and game on that and getting a little more fancier. And a guy at work was like, dude, instead of taking pictures, just record it and make some videos. So I started yeah. recording it mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, doing more with it. And, uh, lately, uh, earlier this summer, or later this summer, I, I tried one in a, uh, this cardboard box oven I made. And I had a windstorm kick up, and it lit it on fire and almost burnt the field down. It was uh, quite a disaster. Content. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Well, the content was while I was dealing with the fire, the the dogs came and stole the steak and ate the steak. Oh. So in, in, Con- in nice. the video, you, oh, you no. like see the dogs. See, that's all awesome. content. Meat, so. That's awesome. See, that's, <laughs> I mean, it's but, uh, epic it's, fail, it's, but it's awesome. It's though, comedy. You know? It's also yeah. like. What not to do? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, no. So it, it, it worked out. Um, but then I found a, a company that makes these little mini um, backpacker ovens and uh, out of stainless steel or some type of little steel. And, uh, man, it's pretty cool. So I've, uh, I've made a chicken pot pie recently out of that. Mm. And I've been trying out their little uh, uh, stove oven thing. And you put two little alcohol sternos in it and uh, can regulate temperature. And I don't know. It's kind of changed it around <laughs> it, it's is helping it, for the winter time you know? is it heavy um i think it's like two three pounds that's it's pretty bad if you're trying to be ultra light but you know kind of like oh, okay oh yeah and then it just unfolds into a little square and it's got a uh, uh two little racks that go into it and a little flame cool. diffuser and oh, uh, nice. you, you put the sternos underneath and make a little oven set so kinda cool. i kind of have a little bag set that I do, like you know those those shopping bags like that. And I kind oh of yeah, yeah, yeah. Little cutting board, a few things, and okay? then wrap and cinch all that up to the outside of my backpack. You know. I, yeah, yeah. I'm so sick. Oh. Jake just Sorry. died in the middle of you explaining <laughs> no, that. No, I. <laughs> off so, topic. I had some. Ton- I had tonsillitis like oh God a month and a half ago now. Mm-hmm, I had a really mm-hmm. bad case of tonsillitis and it really like fucked me up bad. And um, I lost my voice for probably a good three weeks, if not more. And even now, my voice is still... I mean, it, it's way better, but mm. I still have a nasty cough. And it's been since o- the beginning of October, I think, is when I got it. So it's already December, and I'm still getting still, hit by still it. Still yeah. getting over yeah. it. Yeah. It, it. That was the worst sick I've ever had, and I can remember. I was out for like a week. Like, just out. You're definitely getting your voice back. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's coming yeah, back. It, it sounds normal, better. but I still have this nasty cough. So if I keep coughing, I um, apologize for that. It's cool. Did you Just have to get do it in your, your elbow. Uh, Don't uh, cough on our child. <laughs> uh, no, um, they ha- They said that I have to get it like two or three more times this year before them to warrant it to be taken out. They don't do it like they used to where they're just like, oh, strep throat, take them out. You yeah, know? I don't, I don't yeah, have tonsils. They, they stopped doing that. So when I was a kid, I had strep throat a lot. Like I got like twice a year. And my mom took me to our, my the doctor at the time. And my mom was like, look, he gets it every year consistently. Mm-hmm. And the doctor mm-hmm. was thinking about getting him taken out. But then the doctor was strongly against it because he said, um, I didn't know this, but your tonsils actually is a very key part of your immune system. And it really helps keep bacteria and all that stuff out of your mouth to go down into your, into your body. Hmm. So they said, like, take your tonsils out. They used to do it all really nilly, didn't think anything about it, but now they realize that studies show that it actually helps the child's immune system to keep them in. So, so, so you want to keep them as long yeah, as possible. Yeah, as long as possible okay. for your whole life if you can. But then they say if you take them out when you're an adult, it's like 10 times worse, which I'm not looking forward to. Oh. Really? Yeah, they said like it hurts way worse and it's just 
yeah, harder on you when you're an adult. That makes total sense because yeah, when the uh, same thing when I was a kid, I rem- I didn't have mine taken out, but I remember all my friends. It seemed like every school year, one of them, oh no, get them taken out, getting them taken out, and and uh, but yeah, you, you always think as an adult, like what don't you need certain body parts for yeah. something? Like yeah, know, they, just because you don't know exactly what you need it for, don't yeah, you think like, it I, might I, be I kinda useful? My own yeah, re- it's like, probably important for something. <laughs> well, I did my own research a little bit, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, mm-hmm. what are tonsils actually used for? Like, I don't really know. And then I looked it up, and yeah, sh- studies show that they're, they're actually really good for your immune system. I haven't had them since I was like nine or something. Is that right? Nine or ten. I guess the only good thing about that is you don't get strep throat or tonsillitis. Like, you physically cannot. You get sore throat, but you can't get, like, strep throat because that's a tonsil, like. So, Taylor, were you getting, like, strep throat a lot as a child? I remember what happened. I was too young to make a decision. They just took him out. (laughs) Your your parents were like, ah, fuck it. He doesn't need it. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, some doctors, like they said, they they don't care. But, like, my doctor was like, if he gets it, like, two or three times in a year, then we'll look into it. Mm -hmm. But I got it every year for, like, three years straight, and then I stopped getting it. Like, it was the weirdest thing. It was, like, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, I got at least twice a year. Once in the fall, once in the spring. And then Mm -hmm. after that, I've never had strep throat since, like, middle school. I've had sore throat from, like, sinus drainage, but never, like, patches, like, strep throat like I had when I was a kid. And then all of a sudden, I get this bad case of tonsillitis that just fucked me over bad. I had a 103 temperature a couple of days. Oh, I had, wow. My whole tonsils were swollen, covered in white pus. I mean, it was were bad. Were you able to, like, eat anything? I soup and chicken broth, and yep. even that hurt. Yeah. Like, I, mm. water. Yeah. Water and tea and honey and yep. cough drops was my diet for, like, two or three weeks. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, yeah, I, hey, I lost about five or ten pounds. Yeah, probably. you got to do whatever to make yourself feel better. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was not a good time. But okay. Anyways, um, back to your cooking stuff on the trails. Hard segue back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have oh, you been no, Have you been hiking in the uh, yeah. since the winter has came upon us? Uh, I I did a little bit, but uh, uh, I honestly haven't. The last couple of weeks, um, the uh, uh, every time it's hit my weekend, we've had these crazy drop temperatures and snowstorms roll through. And uh, 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 the people driving around this town, I was like, oh, I don't know if I feel like yeah. driving out in the middle <laughs> of these. Because, uh, like, and then naturally on my Mondays and stuff, it's like, you know, 30 degrees and sunny outside. And then it's like, oh, here comes your Friday. And it's like, you know, zero, five, snow Usually sideways. This week it's supposed to be like there's some highs and negatives coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, great. We're going to be uh, in the negatives this weekend. Uh, I, I, I did get out uh, uh, recently. We uh, um, since it was going to be cold, and not much to do. We took a tour through Yellowstone and just drove around and whatnot, and um, got to see some nice moose. That was really cool. And it, uh, there's a spot down in there that I know of where you can almost guarantee to see the moose at. You know, if you wait a little bit, and uh, we had five big gnarly bulls down there to watch. It was pretty cool. How, how but, close up do you see them? Um, basically, as close as you want to get comfortably uh-huh. in. <laughs> yeah. Um, there from the road where where you park, um, you th- there's this one creek that's out there, and it's it's probably about 200 plus yards out, and then it drops about eight nine feet to the creek, and the creek's not very deep, but uh, there's this huge willow patch down there, and they basically just live in this willow patch, and a couple of years ago we saw like seven of them there. And uh, um, but they're always kind of down in there. So from the roadway, it can be kind of hard to see them sometimes. Yeah. But you're allowed to walk across the field and it's recommended to keep uh, uh, forget moose. They're like 50 yards or something like that away. Bears and everything are 100 plus yards, you know. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and then the bison, I think, are 25 yards. Uh, I could be wrong on that, so don't quote me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, um, uh, you can walk out to the field as, you know, as long as you're not too close. And, and if you know they're kind of in that ditch there coming up, you can, like, side skirt around and then kind of see their heads pop up, and then, and then they kind of walk around and you can just stand and observe. But this time of year, the snow is, like, you know, knee deep or more, so you either have to trudge mm-hmm. it or snowshoe it or yeah. right. to, to get out there. But it's worth it. You get too close to a bull moose, that thing will kill you. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, I heard I heard they're, like, I, uh, what, 9, 10 feet tall or 12 feet? Is that right? They're, they're huge. Yeah, like, like, they're, like they're, you don't they're think they're huge, but, like, they're actually bigger than a van. Like, they're huge. Yeah, they're giant. Yeah, huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I was charged by a cow moose a couple of years ago and I uh, had to, to spray bear macer and uh, mm. was about a foot or two face to face with her. They're pretty, they're, they're pretty powerful, sketchy animals. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, we got them. Yeah. We got them way up north here, but. I, I never yeah. seen one, but R- like. Uh, R- rare, but yeah, they're, they're around. Well, s- they're pretty common when you get further, way, way further up there. Past, I yeah. see past uh, Duluth up there. I yeah, see but videos. like in our our area. Oh no, our area they're very rare. I don't, I don't think, think there are any here. But <laughs> when you see them, they're so they're so cool because like the the way they're as how long their legs are and punchy they are, you can totally mm-hmm. get how they made it through the ice ages and everything <laughs> to like get around and get all their food. And what's cool around here is is they eat all these willow patches. So I I, I do a lot of the hiking to look for them because if you know where the the willow patches and streams are there's a really good chance they're there and they will spend their whole life in about a four or five mile radius uh, and never really leave it except to go mate. But then they'll always come back into that same territory to live. And so if there's willow patches and you see signs of them there, they'll pretty much always be in that area and you can go and try and find them. You know? And so uh, um, I, I know a handful of spots in the mountains around here. So uh, different times of year i'll go and especially in the springtime you know when they come down the mountains but it's crazy for how deep it gets when they all climb up there just the deep snow they can get through but they eat these willow patches and they top them and they literally like they're almost gardeners with the willows because like just like if uh, you ever grown bud or whatever you 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 top (laughs) your plants to to get them to, to to produce more um, same with these willow patches, they go around and they just eat the buds off the top in the springtime and it creates all these branches. And like each year you can just watch these willows get bigger and wider and it's literally from the moose just eating them. And like, they do that. So they have more food for next year or I'm assuming uh, they, I don't know if they know that, but it definitely works that way because <laughs> <laughs> as they top it, it creates more food and more, yeah. more buds. Yeah, I and, bet that's and, like, and a... you can see their, their path, um, uh, in the snow. It's cool. Cause like, when it snows in each day, you can see the melt. So like, you can be like, well, this is his path from like today. This is his path from a couple of days ago. And you can see like each day, just, they just make the rounds. Oh yeah. They totally the, do that because they know that they're getting more food. That's why they stay in the same area a bit for their whole life. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they figure Keep out their patch and cool. they, they know their top thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just one of the things that I kind of watch for out there around here. Anyways, it's like, I don't know. It's makes the hiking trips a lot more interesting <laughs> so aside from hiking you were talking before we were recording about um potentially wanting to do some stuff uh with food and a podcast i don't know if you want to talk about that here or oh yeah sure yeah no i uh um, i used to the stream a twitch cooking show and uh it would be like three four hours and doing that and 
I never should have stopped. I, I stopped just from work and life, and you know how it is. And uh, uh, but I've been debating now since I've been recording the the cooking and such. I thought you know if I set up the camera gear again in the kitchen and out on my porch, and then like invite different cooks from like where I work and like around the area, like come over each day and we just like what awesome. meal you feel like cooking, and then we'll just like cook a meal. And while we're cooking it, not necessarily focused like the Twitch was like directly on what we're cooking, how to cook, how to chop, but more like, hey, while while we're just bullshitting about food, we're just cooking food, and then at the end, like, oh, hey, we're gonna go eat our chicken. Or whatever, you know, you know it'd be cool if you had like a segment with like uh, viewers or something where they like they'll be like, pick three ingredients, any ingredients that you know either we have in our cabinet or pantry, or we'll pick up next segment and make something out of it. Like it could be the randomest thing, like cereal, chicken breasts, and I, I don't know, you know. Oh, like our cupboards, and then, and then, and then like a like a grain, and then like you know you can take the chicken and crust it in cornflakes or something, right? And then make right. a cool meal out of it. Like that'd be kind of cool. Like have something no, that, like that. that, that that's a totally because that that's uh, really like uh, that's something to be you know you got to be imaginative to do something like that. Like you get these three random ass ingredients and then you make a kick ass meal out of it, like. Not everybody can yeah, do that. Like, well, you know, Jake, the... you have an interesting brain. Yeah, you know what? You know why? Because <laughs> I watch, I watch a lot of cooking shows. I love yeah. watching, you know, Master Chef. Obviously, I love watching guys' grocery games. If you haven't seen that, that's pretty cool to watch. Yeah, that uh, one's fun. Where they have to shop, they get oh, the cart. They yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. They'll, they'll get a they'll get a shopping cart, and then you know, guy, the host would be like, "You have to cook something with nacho cheese in a can, candy, and something else, and make this." badass meal out of it somehow yeah what's that show <clears throat> what's that show with the fuck it's like the one where they're they're basically making stoner food Wait, what is that uh, I don't junk, know. junk food junk food wars i think that what, that they're basically they're making they have like a uh they open up their cupboard and you know how on cooking shows you go to like the thing and it has all the ingredients well they'll yeah. open up theirs and it'll be just like a bunch of garbage food that you would only eat when you're stoned and, <laughs> and then they, they have to make a, 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 a <laughs> yeah like a meal with it yeah like, that'd be kind of cool like that'd be like, kind of cool a segment or you could do like you know this week we're making like gourmet food out of fast food you go like wendy's and mcdonald's and get like you know deconstructed big mac and then making something fancy yeah, so like oh. uh, uh, when I did the Twitch thing, uh, I used to do, before the price of food went through the roof. Oh, I, yeah. I, I used to do uh, uh, like ten dollar meals, like you know, feed two people for under ten bucks. See, or that's under cool. 20 bucks, See, that's cool too. Yeah. Like that or, or, or whatnot. Um, I, I like that guy Fieri stuff. Um, he he's like one of the best TV personality. Guys. Yeah, like he was. Like he him, came man. off in the industry as like a really kind of out there weirdo kind of dude that everybody was off but he's done more for the cooking industry than like any of those le- sorry, he also has successful restaurants guy, guy, guy turned into like he, he was like shunned for half a second people were like because he had that look you know and so yeah. people were like off put by his look but like of all of those like like different celebrity chefs he's probably done more behind the scenes off camera and off public yeah. for the kitchen industry and for cooks everywhere like oh, yeah, personally sure. than than most of them. Yeah, he does but, a yeah, lot of like fundraising. That, dude, a lot of fundraising, a lot of charity stuff for like mm-hmm. small restaurants, like just all kinds of stuff. You know, yeah. I, I never really pictured Guy as like being like a like a sh- like I know he's a chef, but like most of his shows are he's just a host, right? And he knows mm-hmm. a lot about food, but like mm-hmm. he actually is a pretty good cook. Like I, I yeah. seen a couple of them do cooks, like he's cooking, and I'm like, oh, he's actually a chef. Like he, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I went on a cruise boat uh, a couple of years back, and the cruise had um, Guy's Burgers on it, right? 
and it was his special line of burgers and I want to try it out and um, you walk up and it wasn't guy on a boat but it was his chain of restaurants it was kind of cool and I got one burger and it was actually really delicious like it was really freaking good oh, yeah and it, he, yeah he, he, he's a good shot yeah and he, I don't know he's just a cool guy he's also <laughs> he's also known in Vegas uh the trash can nachos. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. He makes mm-hmm. these nachos yep. in a big trash can and he pulls it up oh, and it's like, it's like yeah, giant nachos. I, I've heard of that and seen something like that. And uh, uh, I've pitched that idea before to, to the kitchen, uh, a similar idea uh, um, in some kitchens before. Because like, if you just take like a number 10 can and you, you, you clean it and burn it out, yeah, you could totally like build a nachos and like uh, like a smaller scale than his. Open it up and, and then then yeah, if you melt all the cheese right and you pull that can, um, yeah, no, it would be. Uh, I would love to like make something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's like guy. Like, that's one of like, guy's specialty items he has in one of his restaurants in Vegas. I saw it and thought it was pretty cool. I just want to go on the yeah, record. Yeah. I just want to clear the record to say that his name is Guy Fietti, by the way. Is it Fietti? I don't know how to pronounce. Yes. It. Oh, I, call him, wow. I call him Flavor Town. <laughs> Flavor Town. Flavor Town. Because it was always Fieri. <laughs> yeah. I, I like Guy Fieri because it's really like an example of don't judge a book by the cover. Because he it, does have exactly. an off-putting look at first. You're like, this guy, I don't think he knows what he's talking about. And this week like, on Diners, just... Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah. I love that, dude. That <laughs> show was awesome. Yeah. Like, that's another awesome show. I love, love that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anytime we're in a hotel... That's the show that's on. Yep, oh, that yeah. we're yeah. always watching. Watch that. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's it's a good show, and he's always. There's one on Netflix called like a, a, a American Pit Bart Master Barbecue or something. Oh, okay, yeah, I think I've it's a barbecue. Past that. Off. Yeah, I've scrolled past it too. Yeah. It, 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 have you have you watched it? Yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic one. They do like because re- it's one of the few ones where like so many cooking shows that. They're like, oh, you got like a couple hours to get this and like hurry up and brush this or do that. Mm-hmm. And and because it's a smoking barbecue show, they're like, all right, you got six hours to smoke this brisket. And then while you're smoking it, we need you to do three sides and four of these and a couple of these for like the whole barbecue setup. That's so cool. like while they're like smoking and making the meats and marinating and doing all that, then they're making like side dishes and other stuff. Potato and like salad the, and all the, that the grand finale, yeah. they got to like build um a smoker pit for a whole pig from bricks and they have a 24 hours to do it and like they you actually watch them get physically exhausted and actually like go through the motions like i don't know it's it's pretty raw it was pretty cool yeah i Uh, like stuff like that and so emily that's where i get my brain when i say like oh cereal chicken and grain that's because i watch shows like that where they make weird stuff out of all those weird ingredients (laughs) but they do it and i think that'd be a good that'd be something cool you could do easily you know i mean Oh yeah, no, that's 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 a really neat idea. Like, yeah, yeah, have, have like, people ri- or give suggestions of like, yeah, for sure. Like you said three random ingredients. And like, yeah, and then mm. you could call it "You Are the Host Slash Cooking." And then well, yeah, that'd be interesting too for like like the backpacking or the hiking part of like um, what 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 do you think I can make out there? Like, you know, like mm-hmm. c- come up with like a dish you want to see. And then like, I'll try. Mm. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. I'll be in the middle of nowhere with no electricity. What All I have is just this and this. What do yeah. you think I can make on this? Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, that'd be... Give, me a, give me a dish to try and make and see what I can come up out of it or something. Yeah, I'll, yeah. cool. I'll give you a dish. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I need authentic spicy curry. Authentic spicy curry. Spicy curry. In the backwoods. All right. Yeah. 
I'll work on that. <laughs> okay, take care of it. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That'll be that'll be fun. Cause uh, um, the, as I showed you before, I got that old little stove and that that cast iron, and and man, it you can get a sauce to cook down pretty good with that thing. Yeah. I got a new stove, but it rockets too hot, so I got to right. figure out mm. uh, uh, a different way with that so no it's the 40 year old stove man it keeps on working <laughs> and you know if you want to get a lot of views on, on twitch uh whenever you're doing your cooking shows what you want to do is you want to take your shirt off <laughs> and you want to like you want to change your gender right you want you want to cook, <laughs> you want to cook with your shirt off or what i see all over twitch is you do hot tub streams so you just stand uh -uh. a pool of water uh-uh <laughs> Um, I just watched a clip the other day of a cooking. It's a so it's a lady on there who does cooking, um, and she basically is half naked the whole time. That's pretty much how she gets views. So ridiculous! But she's cooking, and she almost lit her house on fire. She had oil in the pan, which caught fire, and the fire was contained in the frying pan. So at this point, she's okay. But her house is filled with smoke, and her smoke detectors start going off. Did she throw water on it, and she's freaking out. So oh. she puts it in her sink and oh, starts doing yeah. water, and then oh, the no. flames go everywhere. And then she goes. I don't even have a fire extinguisher. I don't know what to do. Salt. Like, Salt. Don't cook, I guess. Don't, yeah, don't. <laughs> uh, excuse yeah. me for a second. I just got to check this uh, thing over here. Yeah, she's getting a blowout. Actually, I can see it from here. That's what we were laughing about, by the way. Jake She's was telling some story about something, and then we just heard her poop very loud. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake, Jake's right there, but it's okay. I'm not gonna look. Trust me, I don't want to see that. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> it's up to you, man. <laughs> uh, we can continue though while that is happening. So, um, oh, yeah. so for your for the idea you had, you know, you're saying focusing less on the food you're cooking and more talking to people about food, what kind of conversations are you going to, like, what do you have now with, like, your chef friends that when it pertains to food, what kind of conversation is that? Um, as far as, like, uh, at work, um, if you've ever watched Waiting, that's most of the conversations that we're against. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> There's a lot of foul mouth. You, uh, no, no, I figured that. Uh, that's why but, I said specifically as as pertaining like, to food. Like, uh, uh, that goes, um, a, a, a great example is, like, so... When you're in a kitchen, the, the, uh, uh, you have such a wide variety of guys with such a crazy different background, and so many kitchens. Um, that's where you know you have a felony or something like that. Like kitchens will hire anybody and stuff. So you get like such a crazy amount of, of characters. So like, uh, as I said, the the, the last time uh, the one guy um, he's Hispanic and has some really fantastic recipes and uh, different cultures of food that he ate down in Arizona and and growing up and such so like if he were to come on we would make we would talk about an authentic dish of his style uh, and and then we would make that and just kind of talk about maybe his food or growing up or um in, in the other case of like uh I've worked with guys who have been spent a lot of time in jail and in and out of jail and then in cooking all the way through and doing different things. So like, and then cleaning up and doing, you know, getting better and things like that. So like maybe while we're cooking, like maybe make some jailhouse food or some weird stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Or like, um, uh, you have guys that you work with that worked at pit masters or barbecue places. Uh, wait, like I, I do a lot of barbecuing at home. Uh, but like you, you meet guys that, Oh yeah, I've, I've worked at a smoke shop for, you know, 20 years or something like, Oh cool, man. Like you want to just talk about, that type of stuff, you know, or, or uh, whatever type of background kitchens the guys are from, 
um, seafood or this or whatever part of the country too. Um, you, you know, you meet guys all so like just kind of culture like local culturalizing food or something. That would be a cool podcast slash Twitch, whatever you want to do with it. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Um, that actually makes me think because uh, recently, well, I started a new job. I don't know three months ago. But my first week of starting this job, they were doing some employee appreciation thing, and I won, like, a $1,200 grill slash smoker. It's like a pellet one. And so, oh, nice. Yeah, so for Thanksgiving, I did a, I, I did a smoke. I smoked a brisket, and it's the first time I've slow-smoked a brisket. And I remember doing all this research trying to figure out how to slow-smoke a brisket, and it blew my mind that you can't, you can't smoke a brisket as slow and low as you want to because then the bacteria will get in there and it was like this whole entire mm-hmm. thing. So like mm-hmm. yeah, I cooked it two two twenty no two yeah, two twenty five. Well it was two fifty until it got to temp that was safe and then two two hundred for eight hours. Six? Yes. Six and a half? Something like that. Is it good? It was good, but I, I remember blowing my mind because I was like, I wanna because we had a smaller brisket. We didn't have a lot we didn't have a a yeah. big, big twelve pounder or anything like that. So um, but I was like, I want to, I want to cook this thing for like 24 hours. You can't do that apparently. You know what's, you know what's really <laughs> cool. So when when I had a house, I had a really, I mean, I bought this cheap. I'm talking like a cheap smoker for like 30 bucks at Home Depot, because I wanted to get into smoking, but I didn't want to spend like all this money. Luckily, you won that, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to spend all this money on a smoker grill or a combo, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And let me tell you, I made some of the best. What I, I made a brisket uh, once, right? But what I made the most on it was whole chickens. I would go to Walmart and get a whole chicken, and I would season it with, like, all the seasoning on it, and I would make a brine and everything, inject it. I had an injector. I mean, I was going all out, and I smoked that chicken for, I don't know, five, six hours. I don't know how long it was. And let me tell you, I smoked it with, like, some apple wood or cherry wood and also had, like, I I used charcoal to get hot, the temp, and then I would wrap, I'd have um, chunks of apple wood, chunks of it. You wrap it, you soak it in water and wrap it in tinfoil so it doesn't, like, lit on fire just kind of smokes mm-hmm. and you put that in there and it just kind of smokes the turkey the, the chicken with apple oh let me tell you i make some really good smoked turkey or chickens <laughs> but that's yeah. cool because this summer i want to i want to come over and we could do some um do an all-day yeah smoke out well we could split we could split the cost and we could get one of those uh full pack is that what they call it is that the terminology for it? do you know for briskets called a full pack or is it it's like the um, big 12 pounders man yeah see a full pack, or maybe the 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 whole loin, or a whole brisket, maybe. Yeah, I, not I remember reading um, somewhere full pack. You'd have yeah. to have a lot of people come over, but, but yeah, we could. It'd be kind of cool. You, you, your key is um, like I'm a big fan of the two fifteen two twenty five temperature, mm-hmm. and uh, um, that brisket that you had, um, it sounded like you you could have rolled that at about those two temps at about two twenty five um, for eight hours straight if you want yeah you know, and, yeah and well it's dependent on the the weight because when i pulled it off there six and a half hours it was still mm-hmm. it was like the perfect like medium rare that you want still had a little bit of pink mm-hmm. on the inside like mm-hmm. i didn't want to overcook it eight hours i think would have dried it but. yeah yeah depending depending on the size or depending on what you're doing like yeah but like your your 24 hour thing that you were talking about depending on what you're doing you can totally put something in there um if, if it's big enough for it's big for, enough yeah yeah if i get a full yeah, pack yeah. i'm saying a full pack like um, a 12 pounder because you do two so, hours per pound so then it'd be 24 hours those pellet ones are really cool if you have it nice and clean 
um, so that you don't have any risk of fires. Uh, uh, the thing with the pellet ones, you make sure you keep it clean. Um, mm-hmm. And with, with the soot, that's the biggest issue people have. But if you do, there was a guy that I knew that had a little taco shop. And what he would do is he would close his restaurant down and he'd put his pork and his chicken and his beef all onto his smoker, the, the pellet one, and just set it for overnight. Uh, and then he'd just go home. And oh, then he when he'd come it. back in the morning, he trusted all that the much, was huh? ready uh, uh, for the day, you know? Yep. And so, like, if you're like, doing a party or just doing something for breakfast you can like put sausage on it at, before you go to bed and then when you get up you can have like like nice smoked sausage yeah, and things like that with, with that that's the benefit of the the pellet um uh the smoker i have is a propane one i think similar to probably what you have is like a, the, the propane with a little pan on top of your wood the chips that you put in and uh, uh mine's a, mine's an electric one plugs in and then it just drops the pellets in no propane. Yeah, he has like a little yeah. hopper no, in it. Like no, maybe how Jake is Jake's propane. Oh, Jake. oh, oh no, mine. No, so I, I I had it when I had a house. I got rid of the house. I don't have it no more. Oh, but okay. it was very. I'm telling you, it was probably like thirty or forty bucks. You used charcoal for that, or it was all, or? it was charcoal. It yeah, was, okay. it was like the thing oh, okay. was like yeah. maybe ten pounds. It was very small. It was enough to put like yeah. one mm-hmm. whole chicken on it or like a small brisket. It was a very small starter smoker, but it was enough for me because I was just getting into it, and like I did, I did smoke a few things. But yeah, it was charcoal. And you can also do like you would do charcoal, and then I would put like I wrap up tin foil with the uh, apple or cherry wood, mm-hmm. and put it with the charcoal, mm-hmm. and then I would poke holes in their in their Reynolds wrap, whatever, or the tin foil. That's a good and, idea. And to then do it with would, that chunk. I never really yeah. considered that. Well, like, you have to yeah, you have to uh, soak I've, the I've, you have to soak it in water, otherwise it just catches on fire, and then you don't get the you yeah, don't get the good. Yeah. So when you soak it in water, I think for a half hour at least or something like then, that. Then yeah, the moisture Before release the smoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, he's talking about the 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 like smoke stuff yeah, yeah yeah so because i wanted to because like when you cook the chicken the char i mean it was hot enough to cook it but i wanted a nice smoke flavor on the chicken mm-hmm. right so when i did it i make sure i was it was the whole the whole time just smoking all the time yeah but it really infuses that chicken with that nice sweet apple taste or cherry yep. if you want yep. to do cherry whatever you want mesquite mesquite yeah, would have no, been I good just, too I but i never thought of wrapping it in the foil before because like i've done idea. chunks and done other things and like burned it down and stuff um, but yeah, you always risk igniting it. Yeah, exactly. So, so like just that. soak, but soak that, in the water, uh, wrap uh, it in tinfoil, poke holes in it. And yeah, then, I haven't heard the, 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 the and then it'll, it'll get yeah, hot like, yeah. and it'll start releasing, smoke. it'll start smoke <laughs> and it'll just be smoking the whole time. And that's, that's how I did it. That's what I like about my main grill is I just use a charcoal grill and, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I only use the wood, the real wood chip charcoals. Yeah, and I think that that always like gets a little bit of the smoke flavor, regardless. Yeah, it, it yeah, it definitely yeah. affects the flavor like that. Yeah. And you See, know, if you do things like me, you just use a slow cooker, like a crock pot, for <laughs> like every yeah. meal. <laughs> and you can make amazing stuff with that yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> crock really pots you just throw it all together and go to work and come you know, back and it's done. Yep. I was, I was like thinking leaving about there six this. hours, eight hours. Like, nah, we're good. I was thinking about dinner. this because you right now you just did what you've been doing with the chicken. Yep. Because we, yep. we have a surplus of chicken in this house. So, um. <laughs> Do you beer butt your chicken? Beer butt? What, what so does that mean? You, you ever Radio put, like, a beer can or some sort of thing oh, inside sh- the chicken? Oh, I see. Yeah. No, no, oh, we don't do that. Uh-uh. No. So, so when you go to smoke it, um, one of the things that you can do is if you take, like, it's called beer butt chicken. You take a can of beer and you just stuff it up the chicken yep, and, yep, and yep. set it that way. And the the beer will simmer inside and steam the inside of the chicken while you smoke and crisp the outside of the chicken, right? Oh. So like you get like it's super moist on the inside. 
But if instead of doing beer, um, you, you can just take any sort of a can, you can empty out the soda can, fill it with like water or uh, what I do is I'll do like lemonade or something. And then you can mm. put like garlic cloves and peppers and things like that and flavor the water inside and then stuff that inside so, your chicken. So like you can make a brine, on- you can make like a, a, a oil brine or something with it, right? Or like a oil vinegar based brine and season uh, it up no, and then do not it. Not really like an oil vinegar. No, you you, you want something that's going to like steam aroma. Okay, so right? yeah. It's going to yeah. steam out All of right, the kale so- on the inside. So like like lemon flavors, garlic flavors, your peppers, uh, different sorts of peppers, uh, spicy peppers, things yeah. like that. Oh, that'd be so good. Um, oh man, I'm... Mm-hmm. And, and, and then so, and <laughs> then what? Too. Then when you're done, when the chicken's done, you just gotta be careful to pull it out. And and you can buy little racks too that have a cup piece for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, when you do that, just be careful pulling the hot, the, the hot water canned up, you know. Um, but yeah, you will have amazingly moist chicken with a nice smoke crisp outside. I'm already starving, and I knew going to this podcast, I was going to be yeah. more hungry. This guy, he said he stopped at Hardy's and bring it for us. I, I know. I know he hey, said that oh, when he came <laughs> Hey, I, I was going to ask you, so I, I haven't ate. That's why I, ate, I stopped at Hardy's. But when I get home, I, I got I won. Um, we went to a bar last night, and we won a meat raffle. So I got New York strip steaks. I have two Ooh, New York strip yeah, steaks brother. sitting in my fridge. Mm-hmm. So when I get home, I was going to make it. Now, when I make it, what I normally do is I just, I, I like searing it. I don't have a cast iron skillet, unfortunately, but I've, I'll sear it in a pan with a little with some oil mm-hmm. and some butter mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I'll sear it, you know, three minutes or whatever per side, and I finish it off in the oven, and I bake it for, I don't know, eight, ten minutes, whatever mm-hmm. medium rare or medium is. That's interesting. Do you have any other ideas I could do, like any other things I could do? Because I normally do. what – okay, what's your idea? <laughs> no, it's, it's a way that I've cooked steak before. We'll see if Angelo agrees. Okay. You can uh, sous vide your steak. And you can do it at home. You don't need a machine. So what? put it in a bag that's safe to cook in and boil your steak to temperature. Okay. And then once it's boiled to temperature, just sear the outsides and you're good to go. Oh, see, normally I sear it first mm-hmm. to capture all because it, it sears the outer skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when you bake it in the oven at like 400 degrees or whatever it is, then you cook it to the temp that you want it to. Mm-hmm. And it keeps all the, ju- the juices inside. So when you cut open it, it all just... All inside, so there. you sear it just to keep the sear juices it. You in. sear it to keep the mm. juices in, yeah. and it gives a nice crunchy texture. Well, like see, on the being it keeps all the juices on the steak, and then you would fry it. Like it's normal. basically the same thing oh, I'm okay. doing, but just kind of reverse the other way. What yeah. about you, Angela? Yeah, what being, it's called a it's called a reverse sear. Okay, so it's mm. a, basically yeah, a reverse. It, it, okay, there's 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 your way where you sear it and then bake it, and you'd be surprised that uh, most of your restaurants uh, will cook a lot of steaks. Exactly how you you said uh, they'll grill them or pan sear them, yeah. and then they finish them in the oven to temp. So is that the so best that way of doing can, it then? Or do you have any get more like tips? the nice that way you can get like perfect grill marks, and then oh, you're not yeah. flipping the steak a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can like get those nice marks, and if you have like a real big thick one, you can oven it. And then the reverse sear, exactly like you're saying, you do a, a sous vide style, or um, you can even uh, uh, pre bake it or smoke. You can smoke them too. Like if you get like a big 16 ounce or 32 ounce tomahawk and uh-huh. you throw that into your your smoker for a little while and then after you're done with the smoker um sear the outside of it with like a heavy duty garlic crust or something oh, like that so and, like, hungry uh, you're making me so hungry over garlic, here like pack that and then sear that <laughs> around the crust um you know things like that for sure <laughs> so yeah, so basically so for seasoning salt and pepper right that's like the magic ingredient salt pepper garlic onion 
That's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Solid. So, so uh, at my work, we call it three amigos: uh, salt, pepper, and garlic powder. Basically, um, what's all you and, need? And, and, and then onion powder as yeah, well. Yeah, onions um, good. Onions good. You, on you, you can add two, and then we have the three wise men, which is uh, thyme, oregano, and uh, basil or something. That, like that. That'd that's be like for any for type poultry. of pork. That's good for pork. Poultry, uh, pork, maybe. The wise men one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That sounds really good mm-hmm. for pork. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we, we just we just mix like uh, I think equal parts of all that. I have to double check, but yeah, it's, it, and and then we just have like that pre mix. So you can just okay. add scoops oh, to that okay. at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, with steaks, a uh, a uh, uh, trick. Um, probably shouldn't tell you this, but maybe I will. I guess it's a little. It's a little, it's a little, little <laughs> We're getting insider secrets here. The, 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 the steak the steak place doesn't exist anymore. He's retired, and it's a it's an old steak trick. Um, but if you ever if you ever get steak seasoning that says steak blackening seasoning, right, mm-hmm. it, or any kind of blackening, I haven't got. Um, if you look at the ingredients, one of the main ingredients in there is sugar, okay. right? And so if you make your mixture of like your salt and your pepper, and then whatever your ratio of salt and pepper is like like one to one, um, the sugar you add a, a, a half ratio to, mm-hmm. right? And and mix that in and add a little bit that little bit of sugar sprinkled on with it will caramelize oh. and kind of burn caramelize on those grill marks. So when you get some of those steaks that have just that really nice crispy crust and you just don't know why it has that nice mm-hmm. just weird, nice sugar. crunch crust to it in the in a little mm. flavor, um, it's just the mildest bit of a, a sugar that burns and caramelizes in. That's nice. And, and that's what those blackening seasonings are. Is like it's a it's an easier way to you're you're burning up some sugar or so onto it yeah. instead of just blackening the meat itself. But um, a little bit of that will add a nice flavor. So too. one more question, Ooh. and then we can talk about whatever else. But I'm trying to get tips for my steak tonight. <laughs> so how long should I like? Usually when I do salt and pepper on it, I think I let it uh, room temperature. Obviously, yeah. room temperature. Then, marinate for 24 hours before you cook. Okay, I don't have 24 hours. <laughs> You want to eat it but tonight. You already fucked okay. up. But the salt and pepper, so <laughs> it'd be room temperature, and then how long is salt and pepper? Like 30 minutes to an hour, or how long do you got to let that set on there? Salt, pepper, garlic, you know, and then you let it sit there uh, for a little bit. I, I can't really answer to that. I don't really, it, yeah, I'm not that sophisticated with <laughs> the salt and pepper. Just let it sit on the steak a while, I guess. Uh, uh, is there um, no, no, like, but like room temperature is definitely where, where, where it's well, at. I want to, I want to, I'm going to text better, my but, uh, girlfriend to make but, sure that uh, she takes it out. Uh, <laughs> another not. thing you can do is when you're sauteing it, when, when you sear it in your pan, instead of going to your oven, um, you can cook it a little slower and, and use a bunch of butter. And you can use a bunch of herbs into there, like rosemary and, and your oregano and things like that. And and then use your spoon and kind of keep your pan tilted so you can get all that butter into the corner. And you just kind of hand-baste your steak, right? Mm. You just keep kind of basting the top with that hot, sizzling, butter-flavored. And uh, then rotate your steak and then just keep adding that. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen and cooking it's a shows. a little more effort in that way, but I bet that'd be delicious. I've seen cooking shows do that, and but mm-hmm. they'll also in the pan, they'll have a lot of butter and they'll put like some like leaves. Uh, is it basil? They'll throw some basil, basil or thyme rosemary, or something. Mm-hmm. And they'll throw oh, rosemary. Sometimes popular, they'll take yeah. the rosemary and use the rosemary as a paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll use like the, and then they'll use that to kind of uh, flavor the steak too. Okay. Steaks, mm-hmm. steaks and burgers. Those are actually my specialties. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the two things I that can cook the best. I but, love a burger. Burgers are my favorite. Yeah, I have a secret recipe. Burger secret recipe. 
Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. That, that's you know what? definitely my, the best burger. My girlfriend I've ever had. still to this day, my girlfriend still compares every place we go to to your burgers. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> no, no. Listen <laughs> seriously. So I was gonna go. I was gonna go to Mall America today, and I told you about that. But I ended up not going because I didn't feel good this morning. Oh. So she went with one of her friends. They went together, hmm. and I'm like, hey. Like we have a place called Wahlburgers. I don't know if you've heard of Wahlburgers or not. Wahlburgers, yeah. yeah. Now, okay, they they get good burgers. All right? It's the actors. What's the guy? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. It's his restaurant. Oh really? Yeah, Wahlburgers. They yeah. have they have good yeah. burgers. I wouldn't say they're the best, but they're good. All right, they're good burgers, and the price it's it's a good bang for your buck. And you know what she told me? She's like, "Are they as good as Taylor's?" <laughs> 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 I swear to you, she said that, and I was like. I was like, look, I was like, Taylor's is good. I was like, I don't know if they compare to Taylor's. I'm like, but Taylor's do make some pretty good mini burgers. <laughs> that's why I that's why I said I'm gonna start a restaurant with the with well, the food will, truck and a food truck idea. Yeah, I will yeah. tell you, my girlfriend loves her burgers. I promise you that. She wants some more. Congratulations. I'm gonna make them. <laughs> I gotta get a food truck set up. I yeah. gotta watch out. Everybody's after your meat. <laughs> 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 Only one now it sounds type. like a kitchen in here, shit. <laughs> 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 we, we 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 made we made the joke today um it, it, a little off color joke but it, it it was like um because we have a bunch of everybody i work with uh, is all straight by we have all across the board and it was like the us guys on the line you'll never find a gayer group of straight guys yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like the things that we do <laughs> but uh, uh yeah no um uh, I don't know what your secret is, and you don't have to say it by any means. But uh, well, he won't say we it. We came up with one day uh, uh, drunk out on the porch cooking some burgers up. Uh, we didn't have much seasoning. We were we were living broke uh, when we were uh, uh, living down in uh, the park. The you take a bag of potato chips of like Cola Ranch Doritos, and we crush those up and dump those into the burger mix. Huh. And then like, mm-hmm. so like if you have Cooler Ranch Doritos, it's like a ranch flavor seasoning. And if you crush it up and take the powder out of the bottom of the bag, is it's basically it? burger seasoning, Sorry, right? Is that a bad one? Like really cheddar good. and onion chips. Sorry, hold on, hold on, like hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Just hold that thought. The baby is going to roll over for the first time. I'll do it. Better get it on camera. Well, not this one. No, no, no. We don't take it on camera. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it was getting too excited. No, no, dude. It's the first time. It's a big moment. It's the the milestones. Heck, yeah. Just the audio of this on the podcast. (laughs) Although now she's getting frustrated because she almost did, and then she rolled back. (laughs) I'm not going to record it because it's a big deal, but it's not like something I'm going to record. But Emily, she's got it. All right. right, Anyway, so so, uh, Dorito crusted, right? Yeah, uh, uh, crusted or just mixed into the burger meat, right? Just like does it, just does, this, does like the crunch seasoning. stay after you cook that? Yeah, if you do it, if you don't let it sit too too like too long, like a couple hours, like if you make it like in the morning for dinner or something. But like if you if you mix it up within the hour or two, and you're you're making it up, and yeah, cheddar and sour cream chips or any kind of flavored chips or or Cheetos or, or, or Cheez-Its. Or have, you had, uh, have you had have you had Takis or Dorito Dynamites? I have oh. not. I could imagine those in a burger because they're so spicy. They're so right? crunchy. But yeah, they'd be really spicy. It's a spicy chip. Well, well, when you cook it, when you cook out some of the flavor, uh, I don't know about like in a, the chip. Don't like that, you don't think that, so? that works when you're cooking the pepper down, but right. since yeah. the season's already condensed into the right. chip, oh, I guess yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it'll still be in there. That I think it'll be really sense. good because Takis and Doritos Dynamite—they're so goddamn crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet that'd be really good in there. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, you just crush them up and then mix your burger up and like add whatever other like add an egg to it if you do that or whatever you do to it. But it's a it makes a different it makes a different burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, definitely little like different it. texture. Yeah, you know yeah, one yeah, of my yeah, favorite. That kind of reminds me of a of a what is it? I think it's called Jailhouse Pizza. We, exactly. with, crush up chips. Yeah, yeah. So you take uh, ramen noodles. I, mm. I might get this wrong, no, but I, I know I, some. I know where you're going yeah, with so it, you yeah. get ramen noodles, and then you get uh, Cheetos, and you crush up the Cheetos, and then you kind of like put it together, and like, and then you let it sit. I know you let it sit in the bag, and then it kind of like solidifies, I guess, so you can cut it. But it's noodles, so oh, I don't wow. know. But that kind of <laughs> reminds me of that because like the the Cheetos, you you break them up as much as you can, but then there's like a yeah. little bit of texture still left in it. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a water mixture added to that or something. I, I, yeah, I, there's something else. Jailhouse yeah. version, but I've seen a version, uh, and I'm sure I'll get it wrong, but it's something same. You crush the chips up yeah, and yeah. like crack an egg to it, and then flatten it out and bake it, and oh. then like you have like a baked sheet, and then you can build your pizza on top of that. Oh. Uh, I, I think you mix oh. like a tad flour and egg, or, or yeah. I don't remember the exact. But yeah, you, you basically yeah make a little sheet disc. I like putting uh, cream cheese inside of my burger. Cream cheese. Inside, like in the center, like a Juicy oh, Lucy, like but with cream juicy? cheese. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Juicy So, So I did a similar one uh, recently on my smoker, actually. Um, I did a, you, you do meatballs and then stuff it with a, a mozzarella and, and then put that on your smoker and then smoke the meatball. Right, and then put that onto your spaghetti and sauce. Oh, that'd be good. I just eat meatballs straight up. Like, if we make meatballs <laughs> with spaghetti and we have leftover meatballs, I just eat the meatballs. You know what I like doing? So good. I like getting. <laughs> oh like, yeah. I like getting the frozen meatballs, like uh, at, like uh, McDonald's <laughs> at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like you go to Walmart in the in the freezer section and get the frozen meatballs, and I'll put it in a crock pot with like barbecue sauce, and I eat it like a snack. Like I yep. like like I'll mix oh, little good. smokies with meatballs and put them in a crock pot. And then put mm-hmm. barbecue sauce in there and just let them cook for a few hours and I eat that as a snack. Yeah, that, that's a like super common thing to do. <laughs> is it? Okay, yeah, I that's not know. weird. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a common thing or not, but that's yeah. what I do. No, do you know what's weird is when you put Cocoa Puffs on pizza? Yeah, you can do it. You can roll over. Is that why she's getting frustrated? I think so. She might just need some attention. Yeah, that could be. I'm going to pick her up. Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. I was looking at the baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, you said I love the weird. little smokies as the pigs in the blanket. Those yeah, that's probably that, yeah. some of the best with, with some honey mustard. That's probably some I usually have those like, for Halloween. I usually have those for Halloween. I didn't this year. Oh, yeah. Call them little mummies. Yeah, little mummies. Oh, there you go. Little mummies. This is the hunger podcast. Yeah, I am. Is everyone here <laughs> hungry or I'm what's happening? I'm starving. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, it'll even, definitely make you hungry. Even she's hungry. <laughs> I guess we're all hungry. <laughs> all right, what are you going to have for dinner, Angelo? Um, her options, she uh, uh, she said she was either going to do little sliders or mm. cheeseburger hamburger helper. I go with little sliders. I go with the sliders. sliders. Yeah. I vote sliders. Yeah, now that we tied it probably sliders, but I said whatever's easiest and fastest because uh, you had our day, so it's probably oh, going to be the hamburger helper. Yeah, I feel like sliders are easier, but I don't no, know. Hamburger helper, you just throw it all yeah, in a pan and call it good. Yeah, so do you, you do a slider? Kind of a 50-50 because the sliders, we were just going to like 
flatten them out, throw them on a pan, just chuck it in the oven, and then just yeah. and, and just take your little mini Hawaiian rolls, you know? And oh yeah, that would be cheese, mm. your toppings. You know, if you're, if, you know, when you're a cook, when you get home, you just do lazy shit. So you just, yeah, just <laughs> patty, patty all the burger out into one patty, or just like make a bunch of little mini balls, throw them on your skillet or sheet tray, just chuck them in the oven and bake the burgers. Out. <laughs> yeah. You can set it, forget it, come back, grab your burger. It's all good. That's what I would do too. Cheat tray, French fries. You're good to go. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I air fry most of my French fries oh, and tater tots yeah. now because I have an yeah. air fryer. I yeah. love it. That's so much better yeah. than baking them. Oh yeah, way better. That uh, that that might be a that might be a Christmas gift to ourselves this year. Maybe we can the air, air fryer. It's, it's it nice. gets used a lot. So yeah, I would, I yeah. Once suggest. once you start using, I mean, I've used it for pork chops, for chicken. Uh, fries, potatoes, yeah. but it makes really good. Like if you just take potatoes and just like if you want to have like you know baked or um, a roasted potatoes where you cut them up and season them in the oven and eat roasted potatoes, cut them mm-hmm. up, season them, put a little olive oil on it, whatever, brush it, throw it in the air fryer for I don't know what ten minutes maybe, come out crispy, delicious. Yeah. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna keep going, uh, Jake. We already know what you're having. T- steak, uh, steak, steak with. With a, I'm gonna go pick up some stuff for a side salad. We're gonna have like a little nice little side salad with it, and a baked potato with butter and sour cream. And what to drink? Wine. Um, probably water, or. Mm. And Jesus will turn that into wine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, Emily, probably what are you gonna have for dinner? We'll see. Um, most likely a salad. All right, I'm gonna go get some Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have I do have that chicken cooking, so depends on yeah, when okay. that gets done. Okay, actually, I I didn't get my entire thought out before when you're talking about the chicken you're cooking. Yeah. Because you've done it this way a couple times now. And I eat it. I don't care. But Oh no. I'm I feel pain coming my way. But you have it in a crock pot. Uh-huh. It's raw chicken. It's raw chicken tenders. Yep. Thrown into a crock pot into mm-hmm. what water or juice or something? Uh I use broth. Okay, broth. Mm-hmm. And you're cooking it on the lowest setting on the crock pot? No, 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 no. Because there's a lower it's it's keep warm, low and high. You have it on low. Yeah, so I put it on low. And you're cooking it overnight. No, no. What do you mean? I mean, sometimes I'll go overnight, but it, even overnight, like nighttime for me now is not okay. a whole night. Anyways, oh, my yeah. point being, how long do you cook it for? Like six hours. Isn't that, doesn't it sit at a dangerous temperature? Isn't that going to get bacteria in it? Negative. Um, no. no uh, so so the, the way that works is, and the way crock pots work, is you want your stuff to be above if it's already cooked, you want it to be above 140 degrees, right? Once it's above 140 degrees, bacteria can't grow on it. Now, chicken needs to be at 165 to be cooked, right? So once your chicken comes to 165 degrees, you can drop it back down to 140 degrees and maintain it at that temperature for pretty much indefinitely. But sure, um, but we're and- cooking it from raw on low. Yeah, so raw on low, it's going to bring the chicken up uh, past 165 degrees, and it's pr- uh, uh, I'm not sure the exact temperatures on, on low crock pots, but I want to say it's between like 180 or 205, okay. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So it's going to hold it at that temperature the entire time. So it's never going to drop below 140. And gotcha. uh, so that's why you can put stuff in there in the morning and let it sit all day long, let it sit overnight. And if you and keep warm, I, I, I've tempt ours on keep warm and it keeps it right at about 141, 140 degrees at keep okay. warm. Mm-hmm. And so if you have it set to that, you can just let it ride all day and then give it a nice stir around and you're good to go. Hmm. There's a, a, a thing called a perpetual stew. If you've ever heard of that, um, it, it, it's an old, 
old timey thing. Um, but I met some old miners down in uh, outside of Yellowstone when I used to live there years and years ago. Um, there, there is an old mine up 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 in one mountain that was open for about ten years in the nineties, right? And the one guy was telling me that the one guy's cabin that was up there, um, in the wintertime, you run your wood stove like nine months out of the year. And so they would set a big cast iron pot on his wood stove and then they would just make a chili in it and they'd eat that chili all winter long. And basically huh. they would just bring some ground up venison or some ground up elk. Uh, he said one year a guy had some bear and so each, every other day, some other guys would bring a different meat that cooked up and add to it. And then you add some more tomatoes and some more shit and they just keep stirring it. And then for their lunch break, they'd all go to his cabin and they'd have, uh, they called it walk-in, walk-in chili. And they just walk in and get their chili. And I, he said it was absolutely amazing. Like, uh-oh, baby's crying. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but, she just got no, excited. No, cool. But it, 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 it. I couldn't imagine how good that chili must have been on like the last week, like of all the different game, wild game meats and stuff. Like it, it must have been amazing. But as yeah. long as it stays above temperature, it, it, it's good to go. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all I was worried about. I actually like the chicken. I think it cooks perfectly. Oh, see, I thought you were gonna say that it's not good. No, it tastes really good. Yeah. It's it's like no, perfectly I... tender too. I was just worried because I was like, oh, I don't think you can cook it like that. But then I, yeah, crockpots, yeah, that is how crockpots go. Are- it, that's the other nice thing because it's so low too. It, it That's why it's great for, for pot roast of like that tough meats and things because it's not cooking at crazy high boiling temperatures either. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of people don't realize that like boiling is actually almost too hot to actually cook your meats in. Like cooking it below that and that slow simmer and stuff. Uh, and that's why you get that nice breakdown too. Yeah. Uh, is that like a mid crockpots are like a Midwestern thing, straight up? Is it? Is I mean, it? I use the. Oh. That's my mic. I don't have your mic on. No, you oh. turned turn my mic down. Yeah. You turned my mic down. I turned your mic down. Oh, what happened? Mic. You turned there. Yeah, that was my mic. Okay, so now is. Nope, now your mic's down. Oh yeah, I have them mixed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now is mine down? There. Now yours is down. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I have them different because I got the. Uh, the shear with the gain lifter. Anyways, um, it's like a Midwestern thing, right? I use crockpots in the South, and that's where I'm from. We use it a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just have a weird conception of that then. No, a Midwestern thing is hot dishes. Hot dishes, the, definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah, hot dish, definitely. Speaking of which, she's going to make a tater tot hot, hot dish Hot dishes soon. are a Midwestern thing, and casseroles are where it's at. Yeah. Casseroles. Mm-hmm. casseroles. That's that Thanksgiving joke where it's like, if you're bringing the green bean casserole, you need three years of experience and at least five references. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah green bean casserole, it's got to be done right. It's Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And tater tots. I got as wicked well. lucky the one year because I was working in the restaurant for because th- I always work on Thanksgiving, but uh, I was doing the morning. And so before I went home, uh, I made up a bunch of uh, buttermilk onion strings and fried them all up in the, our deep fryer, you know, made a big old batch of nice, like, fresh fried strings and brought all those home for our cream oh, casserole. See, that'd be good. <laughs> mm. See, that's good. Well, everybody's hungry, including the baby, so I think we need to wrap this up. Yeah. Sounds like it's about time to go get some dinner, guys. Yeah. 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 Thanks. <laughs> and for me. I want to thank you for coming back on. It's been really entertaining. I feel like you're probably going to come on again, so... Yeah, no, I appreciate it. That'd we need to great. get Gordon yeah, Ramsay no, really, on here. 
appreciate hanging out with you guys. You guys are a lot of fun. I yeah, really like well, we're so. like the most famous podcast, and we can just get anybody. We'll get Gordon Ramsay yeah. on. You guys can hash it out. Or, or Bobby Flay. Be Bobby Flay. We're, we're starting fake beef with you and Gordon Ramsay, so... <laughs> <laughs> right, right on. Yeah, sounds like a great time. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm down. Right. Man, let's let's do it in the woods. Yeah, yeah. No, we should definitely in the summertime do another one and get some more trail uh, trail food talk. Yeah, yeah. And if if, if, if you like to see those videos, uh, if I can pitch or so, but yeah, I have a YouTube, the dudes' foods. Perfect. Uh, yeah, people, I'll, I'll link it all too. Yes, the the dudes, you know, the dudes' yeah. foods. And, uh, make a little cooking stuff, but yeah. <laughs> cool. I'll link uh, link anything you want in the description too. So. Oh, groovy, man. Yeah, appreciate it. No, you guys are super cool, man. And you guys enjoy dinner tonight. Yeah, yep. you too. All right. Yeah, have yeah. a great night. Later. See you later. later Thank guys. you for listening to this episode. If you would like to be on an episode, you can email youarethehostpod at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to stay updated, make sure you hit subscribe. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Again, my name is Jake. We'll see you next time. Bye.